Do you want to stay up to date with the messiest drama on the internet? Or what about those crazy viral challenges? Then be sure to tune in to TMZ Verified, the podcast. I'm Wild. I'm Steph. And each week we're either breaking down the spicy viral stories or we're hanging out with the most popular influencers around. Tana Mojo is in the building. I don't even know if they're hating. They're probably just telling the truth, but we love the haters too. Sophia Franklin. Yeah, I mean, we can talk, but like, let's be real with each other, you know? Bryce Hall is here, y'all. Make some noise, people. I'm, I'm single, by the way. Right. So if you like viral drama, influencer culture, and just overall hot messiness, check out new episodes of TMZ Verified every Thursday right here on Spotify. All right, so you can tell that these podcasts are already getting a little bit denser as we go through the spiral. Things get much more complex. You're taking on more territory. You're understanding more things and being able to perceive and experience more things. And so getting out of Fort Blue, you're starting to experience that. Um, I, I kind of just uh, each stage or each uh, level, I feel like has multiple phases to it or stages to it. And I feel like one of the best ways to look at Four Blue is like you're coming to a company as an inter- intern, you land a job doing something, you do that job for a while, and then you get into management, and then eventually once you get into management, you start to do some moonlighting. You have friends that are like, oh, you're a designer? Can you make me a business card? Can you make me a t-shirt from my softball team? Can you make me this and that? Uh, and then you start doing like little projects on the side and starting to play with making money in your own way. You don't necessarily need to fit into a thing. You can find your own way to get your own resources. And so while there is this relationship to three red with going and getting and taking your own resources, sometimes that's working a job and getting a little bit into the four blue working at like a fast food place or something like that. Um, and then in four blue, you're working a job and you're getting resources on a regular basis, getting paid for your hours or your time. And then you start to play with getting paid per project or per hour based on a freelance basis. Or maybe you come up with your own product idea and you start to sell that and get to communicate with manufacturers and start to realize that like, oh, I can be the boss. I can start my own company. I can, I can, this is all numbers. Oh, I can make this work. Okay. Um, and, and some of that becomes about sort of disseminating the experience. You're starting to look at from an objective standpoint or not objective, but like from a rational standpoint, what is the business doing that I've been working for for a long time? Or what is this industry doing? Uh, and starting to look at it from a scientific point of view, starting to look at it from a uh, X plus Y equals Z. This leads to this leads to this. Or if I do this, I can get more money if I do this. And starting to look at it from like a rational perspective. Rational being um, starting to remove or at least being antithetical to the mythical side of things. It's not about saying that if you go to church, good things will happen to you. But starting to look at the world as like, oh, it has nothing to do with that. I can actually start to understand uh, propulsion systems, or I can understand the uh, literal science of something and the way that something physically works. And looking at where the world from a more material standpoint, instead of uh, the idea of uh, everything being explained through stories or through myths. 
And so, excuse me, it's the idea of once, uh, I think it was, I don't remember who said it, but somebody, I think it was Nietzsche actually. Um, and this is quoted from someone else. I haven't really read a lot of Nietzsche, but someone referenced Nietzsche in saying that once we notice the stars, the gods died. All of the gods or goddesses were the one true God died the moment we looked at the stars and we saw that they were not the gods, but they were giant balls of gas and plasma and that there's chemical processes going on, that the stuff that is up there is the same stuff that is down here and that is within us and that we can run experiments and we can figure out how the world's work, the world works through those experiments. Sometimes that manifests through building a business and capitalism and, and trying to um, create your own resources. Uh, sometimes that is through just understanding the material, narrow science of it all. You know, X plus Y equals Z. One plus one equals two. Uh, and, you know, the literal math of what we experience. And so sometimes that manifests as uh, religious deconstruction. It's pulling away from all of the narratives that you've been taught, sometimes in a negative way, because you're sort of pushing, trying to push the ideas of good and evil away. And in a sense, (laughs) uh, all of the stuff that's been repressed as evil gets pushed further down because uh, the shadow content is what I mean of our own personal experience gets pushed further down because we're now trying to look at the world from a more scientific perspective. And instead of consciously saying that these people are good and these people are evil, we start to say that these people are stupid and these people are smart. (laughs) And so it becomes just a different narrative, a different spin on the way that we look at the world. Um, But it's a little bit more about being rational or scientific, material focused. And that's what Five Orange is. That's what this space looks like. And so you get a lot of... um, uh, exploitation out of it at its, at its extreme end, but it's less extreme end. You get small businesses, you get people who are inventors, you get uh, scientific exploration and discovery, the age of discovery, and um, not the age of, yeah, and the age of enlightenment. The enlightenment of the late 1700s was the emergence of five orange coming into public consciousness, um, social consciousness as an archetype. And it was around that time that all of the societies, the major societies of the world, started to abolish slavery. Now, there are still shadow elements that have occurred still throughout society. While it looked like it, still there's many many versions of slavery that have existed throughout society. Um, A lot of the prison system was created around, you know, aspects of, of keeping still black Americans down, for example. And there are all sorts of different versions of that around the world. And some of the less developed countries still have versions of that as well. Um, But it's, in a way, looking at humans as bioorganisms and understanding that aspect. Um, So it becomes more about academic learning. It's about um, understanding little bits of systems, not complex systems, but little bits of how the way the world works. The God no longer becomes the, the origin story, I should say, no longer becomes a story about two humans, but it's the Big Bang, right? That's the modern origin story. 
And uh, sometimes this is referred to as the modern age, um, the modern age of industrial discovery, industrial creation of funneling kids through a school system to have them learn all of the rational things so that they can become good workers. And so, <laughs> uh, you know, and that's some stuff that I've personally been working through related to my schooling experience as a kid, but, uh, there's a lot of railing against the industrial systems and the over polluting and overusing and things like that. Those are unhealthy excess, um, a, a, a too much of a scale, right? That's, that's too much of the negative side of things, but at a positive, it's looking at, um, it's, it's not saying that you're limited by what your job will pay you. I'm limited by what I can figure out. I'm limited by what I can earn and I'm limited by what I can make happen. Right? So it's less about in three red, that form of self-expression was more about what can I physically make happen? It's more about expressing myself physically, adornments, being attractive, and uh, sexual expression, and that sort of physical conquest. And I would say Five Orange is a little bit more about the mental game. It's more about rationality. And so where Four Blue, a sense of, of detectiveness or sense of rationality is a little bit more of a correlation equals causation kind of thing where you might see court systems or um, court hearings of the past and still some in the modern day that are like, well, this is your house and someone died here. So you did it, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Correlation equals causation with uh, five orange. It's a little bit more of correlation doesn't always equal causation. We need to further, investigate. And usually we need to investigate through physical means. We need to take fingerprints. We need to investigate the scene. We need to talk to people and get their stories. But usually the stories are not enough. We need some sort of definitive proof. We need evidence. So five orange in a lot of ways is about speculation. I said speculation is a big element of five orange because if you are fully bought into belief at four blue, speculation is going to be the pivot right? It's going to be the opposing pivot to get into a speculative territory. Um, the show Ghost Hunters is really interesting because it's investigating um, the paranormal, but it's always looking for evidence and they're never satisfied. The most they can get is like sound bites. Sometimes they get some interesting IR readings or they get some sort of physical evidence and stuff. But the belief is not necessarily about buying in regardless. It's looking for evidence to back up the belief, right? So it's investigations, it's speculation. It's about what are the things that I believed up to this point? And now that I have this sense of rationality, I can investigate all of these things and determine what is or is not true based on my current worldview and the basic way that I understand things. And so what's important is that each level is not necessarily isolated. It's more of a center of gravity and so you're kind of moving a little bit depending on life circumstances. Maybe you have to jump up a little bit to do something that's out of your wheelhouse, or maybe you have to go back down because of uh, maybe money troubles or something like that. Life circumstances are constantly shifting and changing. And so with with Five Orange, um, sometimes there are situations where maybe you need to jump up to Six Green and 
sort of accept uh, some esoteric aspects. But then there's a, a, a repelling down to four blue where sometimes if you watch uh, some documentaries about the universe, there are certainly things that we can make conjectures about based on the math that we can do and what we've observed and applying those observable things to the larger scale of the universe and then starting to figure out what's going on beyond that. But then there are things like black holes where you start talking about a black hole and you look at it and you're like the, the light gets sucked into a black hole and then it's gone forever. Right. It's like that language it's gone forever is, is like the limit. Once you reach the limit, you sort of regress into that four blue belief of like, it's forever, it's eternity. Um, and, and when you get into six green and to like systems thinking and a little bit later territory, you start to realize that the existence tends to work in cycles. And so, um, that's part of the sustainability of understanding six green a little bit. Whereas five orange is like still kind of discarding. It's still trying to reach the limits, but it still very much accepts or can accept that there might be a limit. There might be a limit of what we can understand, or there might be a limit of, um, uh, uh, or rather that there, there, yeah, there might be more of a linear sort of scope of things. And once we get to that linear limit, uh, then the story takes over. Right. And so it's the same with the big, the big bang. It's like, like, how does, how does something come from nothing? (laughs) But the story of the big bang is like, that is like the, that something comes from nothing. Um, and it's limited by what we can materially investigate and understand. And five orange doesn't really want to make up that much of an elaborate story. It wants to honor its material investigation. So it doesn't want to necessarily say that like, well, before the big bang, there was someone that planted a seed in the universe. And then that seed became the big bang, right? Then you get into the territory of God. And then sometimes you you get this like matrix thinking or, or this idea of, you know, are we in a simulation? That's kind of like the five orange version of a religion of, you know, the, the programmer is God (laughs) in a weird way. Um, so if you're in five orange, I don't mean to upset you by saying it this way. Um, five orange is a very valuable space and you should take the time to be in that space. Um, but also understand that this is, uh, you know, there's, there's always going to be a little bit more, but where you are is where you are. And that's totally okay. Um, and so when I was in five orange, there was a lot of, because of that desire to be speculative, there's a lot of arguing, right? Like make a good argument, show me the evidence. Um, you know, (laughs) a lot of Republican leading edge right now is very much in five orange and, um, you know, with vaccines and stuff, it's a lot of like, show me the evidence. And it's like, there's never really, unless it's like something that can be materially proven, which in the case of vaccines, unless you run them through the entire process of someone healing, there's always questions that someone could ask. And, uh, if there's room for speculation, that room is going to be used, you know? And, uh, that's part of the growth of five orange is asking questions and speculating. And so, you know, it it has its harms, it has its challenges, it has its exploitations and all of that stuff. But ultimately, like, if you're going to stand out on your own in society and make your own money and live your own way and in, and not be beholden to uh, stories that you're fed or taught, then, you know, this is going to be a necessary place to go to. And so for me, I learned a lot through arguing <laughs> online. Um, 
in my five orange space of um, spending a lot of time speculating and fighting and um, searching for evidence and eventually reaching a place where like the physical evidence doesn't always matter, but it is useful in figuring out systems that figuring out ways that people respond to things so that I can market my business better or I can make money or I can freelance or I can, I can do, um, I can make graphic design that speaks to people of previous levels. So, you know, five orange <clears throat> is typically employing or marketing people of a previous level. Most people who are in a level are marketing to the previous level. And so I have to learn or had to learn what for blue responds to and what different people respond to. And so um, getting to know myself was also a major element of this and asking questions of myself. This beginning of this podcast started when I was asking myself that question of what is my personality versus what, I'm, what is my mental health? A lot of mental health exploration is five orange, trying to understand clinically, like what is going on with me? What is my, what is happening chemically in my body that is causing me to do this or feel this way? And then how does that relate to society's expectation of me and starting to do those kinds of investigations? That's been a big element of five orange for me. And I think I suspect it is for a lot of people going through five orange in this period of time as well is making those connections between identity and self and personality systems, understanding Myers-Briggs and the Enneagram and looking at your personality type and then how can I use these personality types to market to different people or um, to understand, you know, to write business copy that appeals to a certain demographic, right? The idea of demographics starts to come in at Five Orange as well because you're starting to look at the numbers, like how many people are in this territory or in this territory. You take surveys, how many people like this thing or want this thing. And so it's a very practical tool to be using these five orange metrics to sort of 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 not follow the material or the, or the moral guilt of four blue and just do the thing that you want to do create the thing that you want to create and so part of the deconstruction of five orange is starting to move away from guilt and and getting guilt out of your system and guilt is is what's keeping you in line guilt is what's keeping you from starting your own business and doing your own thing and looking at things through your own lens and trying to understand based on your own logic or based on your own experience or exploring your own personality type or understanding your mental health experience. Um, and maybe breaking out of the nine to five or maybe doing less meetings or taking less emails and stuff like that and starting to think about me again, right? Me centric place. Um, even though it is starting to get into a world centric territory for the first time, Five Orange starts to open up the floodgates of <clears throat> looking at the world as it's no longer about making something locally or working locally. You could work online and have clients from all over the world or people that you connect with from different countries or starting to see people at scale as something that's just, you don't have limited, you're not limited in access you can, you know, and in an unhealthy way, it's like offshore accounts and all of that stuff. In its healthy sense, it's like having an online business that is not limited to your street 
you know, it's not limited to people literally walking in the door who are in your community, but people that you can sell online to and ship all around the world your products to, um, or, or looking at the world's problems in terms of trying to understand uh, Earth's place in the universe and looking at the world as something that's bigger than just, you know, your religion or society or anything like that. So, um, as I mentioned, five orange for me was very helpful in my understanding of how I've been fighting online and why I was fighting online so much and, um, what I was trying to do there. Um, but then sometimes when I just need to focus on the metrics, when I need to get a survey of what people's experiences are, when I need to understand, um, how to better serve my client, uh, or, need to understand, um, where someone's coming from, I can pull back and try to not necessarily get swept away by the guilt of a situation. Like right now there's a lot of, uh, guilt gets a reemergence in six green a little bit, um, through the creation of multiple communities, but it's not moralistic in its healthy state. It's more about, uh, ethics and what's good for society as a whole. And Six Green is sort of designed to make sure that uh, Five Orange doesn't stay in its sort of linear progression, but starts to think about things cyclically and cyclically. Um, And um, not just exploit material resources, but then starts to get into more of ethical territory. And so what's helpful about being in five orange is that you're not necessarily beholden to a certain type of guilt and that you don't have to work in a certain community or serve a certain community, right? Like I can imagine a lot of, um, uh, black Americans, for example, or, or Hispanic Americans or Asian Americans who are feeling possibly the weight of needing to speak up about a certain thing in a certain community in a certain way, or sell products to a certain community in a certain way. And if you're in world centric, perspective, you're just like, no, I'm going to sell to whoever is going to make me money. Um, and may not necessarily feel the guilt, like the guilt is what holds you down into society, right? But guilt in terms of its six green mechanism is what's going to keep you, um, or any major CEO necessarily from over exploiting the limitlessness. So there's a relationship to abundance that I think is healthy to know that you're not just limited by what someone gives you, but then there's also a healthy relationship to, uh, abundance doesn't mean unlimited, right? (laughs) So, and that's when we started to get into uh, six green territory. So, Ooh, this has been a lot. I've been doing a lot of talking today. Um, and I've got to go home and do stuff, but, uh, the rest will be coming shortly. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, I have been Christian Rivera, happychemicals.org courses and an email list. You can sign up for there, like subscribe, share, and all that fun stuff and, uh, take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll catch you next time on dopamine. See ya.